Get Sleepy is a production of Slumber Studios and is made possible thanks to the generous support of our sponsors and premium members. If you'd like to listen ad-free and access weekly bonus episodes, extra long stories, and our entire back catalogue, you can try out Premium free for seven days by following the link in the episode notes. Now, a quick word from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Get Sleepy, where we listen, we relax, and we get sleepy. My name's Thomas. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have an amazing lineup of episodes for you this week, including a bonus tomorrow night that will be available for everyone wherever you listen to the show. It's called 101 Gratitude Affirmations for Deep Sleep, and I think you'll love it. And then, in our usual Wednesday slot, we make our long-anticipated sixth visit to a very cozy, comforting, and familiar place. A series that has proven to be our most popular of all time, Lily's Rainy Day Bakery. I can't wait for you to listen and to hear your feedback on all of this week's episodes, including tonight's, where we'll be journeying into the heavens and stargazing on a whole new level. In this relaxing tale, written by Chase and read by Arif, you'll learn about the constellations in a unique way as you float through the night sky on a cloud, and as you gaze at the twinkling stars, you'll experience a sense of calm and comfort. Tonight's story itself begins with a soothing visualization, so I won't delay too long before I hand over to a reef and let you enjoy the serenity of our cosmic tale. But, just spend a moment ensuring that you're as comfortable as can be, making any small adjustments necessary to find the right spot for your body to rest in at this time. Your comfy bed is here to support you to offer you a safe and restful haven. So enjoy that cocoon-like feeling of snuggling up in bed. Once you're settled, join me for a few deep breaths, breathing in for one, two, 
three, four, five, and back out for five, four, three, two, one. Pause at the bottom. Then inhale again. Two, three, four, five. And gently exhale. Four, three, two, one. As you continue to breathe, just trust in yourself to find the perfect pace of breath to encourage a greater sense of softness in the body and peace in the mind. And now, as you slowly drift towards a good night's rest, let's begin our story. It starts right here in your very own bed. Now that you're snuggled up in bed, Imagine that the mattress is beginning to lift slowly off the ground. It's as if it has become weightless. Or it's as though a giant hand has gently scooped you up. As you feel yourself being carried towards the large open window, you are reminded of a magical carpet ride. But in your case, it's a mattress ride, and it feels delightful. White blossoms of dense air begin to form under and all around you. Then you realize that they have made a big cushion of clouds under your bed. You're surrounded by puffs of white, like tufts of cotton. It's all so gloriously fluffy, and at the same time solid, supporting you completely. You find yourself extending your arms and legs out on the bed, feeling the substance of the cloud around you. Your arms and legs go right through as a warm breeze tickles and caresses your skin. How wonderful, you think. And it feels precisely how you imagined it might feel to fly on a cloud bed. You're slowly gliding towards the open window, and then The cloud carries you out into the fresh air of the night. You go up and up 
and watch as your home gradually fades into the distance. Your bed of clouds moves through the night air, flying over the houses that dot the landscape. The towns are all fast asleep. Then you drift past mountains, lakes, and streams, which are visible only as dark smudges beneath you. Somewhere in the shadows you spot a grove of trees and watch as it grows smaller. As you slowly make your way through the air, you pass through a few other wisps of clouds. But apart from these, the sky is clear and unblemished. No source of electricity disrupts the blank canvas of night. The sky is so clear it feels wide open. And in this moment, it's as if it's completely yours. The darkness provides a stark contrast against the incandescent lights of the stars up above. They're shining so brightly, like diamonds. You feel as if you are drifting through a painting. You've entered the most beautiful nightscape. It's clearer than any picture and more brilliant than any image ever taken by a telescope. It seems that all the stars and planets have shown up for an aerial performance tonight, just for you. You recline back into the soft bed, your eyes soaking in every exquisite detail of the night as the last of the clouds gives way to reveal the heavens. Drifting through the air, you continue to gaze up at the crystal clear night sky. What appear to be millions upon millions of stars dot the blanket of dark sky. You've never seen it lit up this brightly before. Tonight's sky is a light show of twinkling orbs, the stars aglow with a brilliant luminosity. You can see so many constellations painted across the sky. There are too many to count, you think. With your finger, you trace one of the easiest patterns to find. It's one of the first things that people learn to recognize in the night sky, the much-beloved Big Dipper. It shimmers above the horizon, a proud grouping of stars showing off in an astonishing fashion. Depending on your perspective, the cluster of stars can be seen as a large spoon or another kind of dot-to-dot -dot figure. 
Right now, you see the spoon. With your finger, you draw a line through the three higher stars that comprise the handle. Then your finger swishes through the air to draw the bowl with the four lower stars. The Big Dipper isn't actually an official constellation. It's an asterism, or a noticeable pattern of stars. There are many asterisms in the night sky, but this one may be the most widely known. The Big Dipper is just one part of the constellation known as Ursa Major, or the Great Bear. The stars of the Big Dipper outline the bear's tail and hindquarters. The name Ursa Major dates back to antiquity. In Latin, it means the greater bear. In the second century, the Greco-Roman astronomer Ptolemy cataloged Ursa Major as one of the 48 constellations. And today, it is one of the 88 constellations officially recognized across the world, according to NASA. You think of how far astronomy has come over the centuries. That fact, coupled with this intimate viewing of such splendor, fills you with a sense of awe. What a world we live in, and what a universe. It's humbling to think of just how big that universe is. Ursa Major's association with the bear spans across centuries, civilizations, and cultures. In Roman mythology, the Ursa Major constellation and the Big Dipper were associated with Callisto. She was a beautiful nymph who was loved by Jupiter, the most important of all Roman gods, who was known as Zeus in Greek mythology. According to legend, the nymph Castillo was turned into a bear by Jupiter's wife, the goddess did this out of jealousy, to steal away the nymph's beauty. In the star lore of the Mi'kmaq nation in northern Canada, the constellation is also associated with a bear. The three stars of the Big Dipper's handle are seen as hunters chasing the bear. As you think about this, you reflect that there's a common thread across time and place. This collective vision of a bear is something that unites people. And looking at the constellation now, in the perfectly clear night sky, you realize just how distinct it is. If you look at just the right angle, 
you can't help but see a huge bear glowing from light years away. For a moment, you lose yourself in this thought, mesmerized by the splattering of stars. Then, you decide that you want to orient yourself to the night sky even better. You'd like to locate the North Star, or Polaris, and then the Little Dipper. As the Earth spins, both the Big and Little Dipper dance continuously above the horizon. And as they do, they circle the North Star. If you can find the Big Dipper, you can find the others. First, you look at the two parts of the Big Dipper, the ball and handle. Then you use your finger to locate the two outer stars in the Big Dipper's ball. These are called Dubby and Mirac and are commonly known as the pointers. Drawing an imaginary line between them leads you straight to the North Star. This marks the end of the Little Dipper's handle. Just pointing at the North Star seems to make it burn brighter. Its bold intensity and luminosity are remarkable. But although it is hard to imagine, it is not the brightest star in the night sky. The North Star is commonly believed to be the brightest because of its prominence, appearing fixed in the North. And it's always been famous, particularly because of its usefulness for navigation. It is this star, so easy to find, that has led many intrepid travelers on their adventures. And it has also kept them from getting lost. Throughout history, the North Star has brought sailors and travelers safely home after their lengthy journeys. Seeing it now has a profound effect on you. You're gazing upon the very marker that so many people have counted on to find their way home throughout time. The feeling is hard to put into words, but you feel it deep within you. It's as though you're acknowledging a sense of trust that is universal. You know that there is always a guardian in the night sky to point you in the right direction. As you face the North Star, you sit up and stretch out your arms so they're lateral to your body. Somehow, it's reassuring to know that your left hand is now pointing due west and your right is due east. 
This is how centuries of civilizations and cultures have found their way across oceans and deserts. You smile, thinking of how you will always have the North Star to guide you on your way. It's nature's own celestial compass. And the North Star is not only nature's compass, but also its grandest clock. The Big Dipper acts as the hour hand, circling around in one day. The Big Dipper's pointer stars always point due north, even as the rest of the group of stars travel around the North Star. What's even more remarkable is the fact that the North Star is not simply one star, but a triple star system. What we see as a single point of light is actually three stars, which orbit a common center of mass. The first and primary star is a supergiant. It's hotter than the sun and about six times heavier. The other two companion stars are dwarf stars, which are still roughly the same temperature as the primary one. You think of how altogether the stars shoot light years across the galaxy to reach our eyes as one. It's like a staggering celestial dance that never stops moving. Space is their stage, and we are their awestruck audience. The North Star marks the end of the Little Dipper's handle. So once you've found the North Star, it's easier to identify the Little Dipper. Looking up, you find the rest of the distinctive pattern of stars. It's just like a smaller version of the Big Dipper, but flipped on its handle upside down as a mirror image. Although many think that they are looking up at a constellation when viewing the Little Dipper, it is yet another asterism. This cluster of stars of similar brightness comprises just a portion of the constellation of Ursa Minor, also known as the Little Bear. Just like Ursa Major, Ursa Minor also has its roots in ancient civilizations and legends of old. In Latin, its name means lesser bear, which fits how it is portrayed in Greek mythology. In one Greek myth, the constellation represented the nymph Ida and her sister Adrastea. The two sisters raised the god Zeus on the island of Crete, 
As a reward, the god placed them in the heavens as the constellations Ursa Major and Minor. According to another myth, Ursa Minor represented Arcas, the son of Zeus and the nymph Callisto. Arcas joined his mother up in the night sky in the form of a smaller bear. But in other cultures, the constellation is viewed slightly differently. For the ancient Babylonians, it was the wagon of heaven. Relaxing on your cloud and gazing up at the sky, you notice the comfortable silence of the night. And as you drift on below the stars, you reflect on just how expansive space is. It seems endless. Then you think about how lucky you are that you can witness such wonder. It's amazing to stargaze like this, watching them shine so bright, high above and far away. And at that very second, a huge streak of brilliant white light flashes through your vision, arcing across the entirety of the sky. It's a shooting star of considerable size and brightness. Your eyes widen as you admire its graceful beauty. It's something that could never be adequately described in words. And just when you think the night couldn't give you any more gifts, curtains of green and blue light suddenly shimmer across the whole sky. It's an aurora. You stare, open-mouthed, watching as the shafts of light dance through the air. And as you gaze up at the sky, you feel grateful for this blessing. An aurora is a rare occurrence and a glorious sight to behold. It is breathtaking, nature's own display of fireworks. The hues are so vivid. These incredible displays of colors and patterns of radiance have been observed since ancient times. You watch the green and blue swirls of illumination flow across the night sky. Purple and yellow rays flicker around the night's edges. The sight of this spectacular natural phenomenon feels surreal. You find yourself baffled at the notion of seeing the aurora tonight. It's as if some unseen magical wand has produced the lights 
straight out of thin air. He once read that these phenomena begin on the surface of the sun. The process starts when solar activity ejects a cloud of gas. When this solar wind reaches the Earth, it collides with the Earth's magnetic field and causes complex changes. These changes produce currents of charged particles that flow along lines of magnetic force, ultimately giving way to dazzling light shows, or, to put it in simpler terms, solar wind interacts with the Earth's magnetic field to create an aurora. As you muse over the science behind it all, the swirling rivers of greenish-blue and purple luminescence begin to fade. Only the yellow glow remains, pulsating steadily. Then, just as you think the show is over, all of the colors suddenly return with a vividness beyond comparison. They're bursting with intensity, lighting up all across the whole sky. It is like a nighttime rainbow, performing a grand finale. You sigh, settling back into the pillowy embrace of your bed on the cloud. You're beginning to feel quite sleepy. The cloud seems to sense your tiredness as it slowly begins to glide through the sky, taking you back towards home. You resist the urge to yawn as you reflect that you have never felt so comfortable, so calm, or so blessed. What a gift this night has been. Soon, the cloud reaches your window. You slowly drift into your room, and the mattress settles back into its frame, just as the irresistible pull of sleep beckons you. And moments later, you drift into starry dreams. <laughs>